0: I have a guest for our community stories. His name is Dan Greenwood and he is an instructor here at Minnesota State University Mankato in ESL. Good morning, Dan.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: And you may recognize Dan's name. He used to be a reporter for the Mankato Free Press for quite a few years and he does some freelance now, so... Uh, You're still doing a few articles here and there?
1: Yep, yep, I do. Some business stories and arts and culture stories like to to cover those beats. So about one story a month on average.
0: Okay, so now Dan is instructor here. uh, Professor Dan, we should call you.
1: Sure, or Instructor Dan. (laughs) Instructor Dan. Dan.
0: And you're doing ESL. So what is ESL? Who do you teach this English to and and who takes these classes?
1: Sure. So ESL is English as a Second Language, although I should say that a lot of the students we work with uh, speak many languages. English is just the most recent one. So. um, So, yeah, I teach uh, through the Center for English Language Programs, which is in Morris Hall, and we work with international students we kind of work in two separate groups um so sometimes we'll just do kind of a tailor-made few weeks of intensive english learning about american culture so students will come maybe for a month um uh but we also do offer uh students who maybe uh, apply to the university they're um in need of improving test scores for english proficiency so they'll come with us for a semester or two and get those uh test scores up, and then go on to pursue their major at the university. Well,
0: so is it a major itself, ESL, or is it like more of a supplement for people wanting to improve their English skills?
1: It's a, it's a supplement for, for...
0: So it's not like you say, I major in ESL.
1: No, no. So, um, I mean, I went to school for that, but for right. our students, um, yeah, it's just a requirement. Um, there are some uh, more advanced English courses once they leave our, our program, Um, That focuses on more extensive essays, academic writing, much longer papers.
0: So when students come to you, I mean, do some have a real minimal amount of exposure to English or do most of them have quite a bit and just need to do a little tweaking?
1: Most of them have quite a bit. I mean, we teach in different levels um, all the way from beginner to advanced. We have had students who um, were just starting, but the majority speak some, can write some. You can engage in a conversation. So, all the classes are taught in English and the instructions are in English. So, a lot of it's just, uh, you know, kind of fine tuning some uh, English skills. Uh, when they're with us.
0: Is that a barrier for some students to being able to be successful is not having a a grasp of the English language? Well yeah
1: especially when they come here um, you know some of them want to learn English because they want to go to school here but then others um, we've worked with international business students before where they're wanting to work in a global context and so um, they will um, come in brush up on English just for, you know, a, as, as far as a career goes.
0: And so is ESL primarily, speak- primarily speaking or is it writing or both? It's everything. So oh, it we, is? Okay. We teach
1: a number of classes. Uh, the ones that I teach are mostly listening and speaking classes. So students, a lot of conversations, students give presentations, and I also teach writing, which I really enjoy just because of my own background mm-hmm. as a writer. Uh, but there's also grammar classes and uh, special topics courses and... Um, reading vocabulary, that kind of thing. So it's full-time when they're with us. It's solely our classes. And then when they become advanced students, they're able to take a few courses or one course, um, Uh, elsewhere on campus as they kind of transition to being full-time students and pursuing their major.
0: Okay, and now you are are working for the Center for English Programs here on the campus, and you are here today to talk about recruiting host families to accommodate a group of Japanese students who will be in Mankato, taking these intensive English courses and learning about American culture for three weeks during this fall semester of 2023. So tell me about this group of Japanese. Why are they coming? Who are they? Where are they from?
1: So we've had an ongoing relationship there uh, from Chuo University which is in the suburbs of Tokyo um, many are international business majors so um, we had been working with them and did uh, homestays in 2019 but then of course the pandemic came yeah. on and mm-hmm. so they we, we continued to teach and, and do classes with them uh, online uh, but this year is the first year they're sending students back to us in person so they'll be here for three weeks Uh, from August 19th to September 9th. And so we are seeking host families to accommodate them. And basically what a host family means is you'll have a student stay in your home for those three weeks Um, and uh, basically just uh, provide some cultural immersion and give them an insight into what American life is like firsthand.
0: Now, the university has had what's called a friendship program. So this is different than that where people connect with students on a a semi-regular basis and, 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 you know, kind of engage in that sort of thing. So this is actually an intensive just three weeks. So why is it only three weeks? Because, you know, usually a semester is a semester.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it just comes down to their wanting to um, be on short term. I know when I was in college, I did a J-term program Mm -hmm. abroad. And um, so it gives them an opportunity to experience life here. We also, uh, because many are international business majors, we will take them around to local companies. We've gone to Fund.com, Taylor Corporation, Mayo Clinic. Um, this was all done virtually on Zoom yeah. uh, until this year. Um, so a lot of it's just kind of a curiosity. Sometimes those students may come back and study later, but a lot of them... Are near the end um, of their college career, maybe juniors or seniors. You mean in Japan? In or, Japan, okay. Yep.
0: So they come from that Japanese university, correct. And come here basically to improve their English speaking skills, Is correct? That the okay. Yep,
1: and just to learn about America and American culture. So.
0: All right. So, what does it entail to be a host family? Obviously, it's room and board. I assume. Um, what what can you expect if you say, yeah, I'll be a host family. And I I tell you, we have hosted people. um, I had a a gal from Hungary who was a faculty and needed a place. And it's just delightful. She could barely speak any English because she was Mm. from Hungarian. And it was so much fun. And I I, I want to share experience of how the cultures can be so different. Uh, When she first arrived, we were going to the autism walk. And so there were a lot of people in the streets, uh, police, that were there to direct... um, Traffic and things like that, and she all of a sudden got just panic, panic, and she goes, "We must turn back. We must turn back." And I didn't understand. She goes, "Police, police!" And I said, "Yeah, they're here for monitoring the, you know." We she couldn't really understand a lot of what I said. Sure, but it turned out she says, "I don't have my my visa on me. Apparently, in her country, you must have your ID." because you're, if you're from a different country. So she was like panicked, literally. So it was that cultural difference thing that was just really interesting, you know, to see from somebody else's perspective. So that's the one thing I think that's really rich to learn from another person. And, and the folks from Japan, I'm sure, would have similar experiences in, in different areas. Yeah, so absolutely. It's really it's really fun. Yeah.
1: It's fascinating. It's a big part of why I went into this career to begin with. Yeah. I just lo- love learning about um, different cultures and people's perspectives, and especially with the writing courses I teach, being able to to read their stories you know, about yeah. whatever it may be. One of the things we've, we talk about in my class is this concept of happiness. And what does that mm-hmm. mean? And how does culture influence that idea of what happiness is so um so yeah so we are uh seeking host families um it doesn't you don't have to be a family it can be an individual or a couple too um but basically these students would live in your home um we ask that there be a private bedroom that they can stay in although we do um offer if um if a family or a couple or anybody wants to host uh, a student, they can host one student, but they can also host up to four. Oh, And what we ask is that... Uh, if, if you wanted to take two students, for example, and had one room, that would be absolutely okay. fine as long as there's separate beds and a sure. uh, place to study and that kind of thing. And then just being able to provide uh, food for meals and that kind of thing. I mean, these students are independent and adults. Right.
0: I mean, do um, they come with some money so it's not like you're, expected, like you're raising your own kid, so to speak?
1: Yeah, and I should mention that. So um, we actually provide a stipend to families okay. to cover... Extra dr- grocery costs. Um, we do expect they they need to get get to school some way. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're by MSU or on the bus line, then students can always go that way. But if, if a little further away, we do ask to provide transportation, just dropping off in the morning and picking up later in the day. Um, but we do provide uh, we will provide nine hundred dollars per student uh, to anybody. for just three weeks. Then for okay. just three okay. weeks. Yep. Just we realize that. Um, you know, there's costs involved. And so, um, any participating families will receive that once, um, the, uh, three-week experience is concluded.
0: And so what does the schedule look like? Are these students in class all day? So they'd be gone all day. Do they have a class once in a while? You know, just to kind of get an Mm -hmm. idea of a feel for what it would be like of having them in your home.
1: Yeah, generally classes will start around 8 o'clock. Some students, they they have different schedules because they'll be in different levels of proficiency. Uh, But generally classes go from uh, Monday through Thursday from the morning till mid-late afternoon afternoon. Um, we do uh, arrange we, we will be arranging a number of events For them to attend on Friday So um, like official Fridays. group
0: things then? Correct,
1: yep, yep so uh, like we worked with a different group last uh, semester, another university in Japan, and uh, I decided to bring them to the powwow, and they mm. just thought that was really fascinating and interesting. Uh, this January, we took students to a Mavericks hockey game, and uh, one of those students actually told me that was the highlight of her experience here. She's just from a West African country, yeah. had never experienced anything like this. So it's cool to be able to see it through their eyes, kind of, this how. how we're such a unique place.
0: Well, now, are the the families then expected to be, like, tour guides and take them, you know, to the Mall of America, take them here, take them there, or is it just a matter of you've got organized things that mm-hmm. are already there and it's optional if you want to do extra? Or how does that yeah, work? Yeah, I
1: mean, um, you know, we do encourage uh, families who are willing to host that they spend time with the students, sure. obviously. I mean, I've been in a host family setting, and um, I found it just to be amazing. I was in a situation where I was in a Spanish-speaking country taking in- intensive Spanish courses, um, and my family spoke no English at all. Oh, so it was quite it was quite immersive. challenging <laughs> at first, yeah. But just an amazing experience. And for, for that, it was, you know, basically I had a room and board, a place to say. But we do encourage them if they want to, um, you know, take a weekend trip and bring the student with them, they can sure. Um but, again, uh, we provide a lot of, of the programming. Um,
0: and um, are the parents, or the parents, the, the host family, expected to go to that or at least get them there? or
1: we can? Well, pro- for those events that we arrange, we provide transportation. Oh, sure. um, some of it's on okay. campus. We'll go bowling and that kind of thing, too. So okay.
0: Um, so, how does one become a host family? Let's say, and it's, and it's a three-week period. I'm going to give the da- the dates you said are August 19th through September 9th. So, correct. It's uh, this fall. So, if you have an extra room or something, and you know. A lot of people, maybe you're an empty nester or mm-hmm. just have an extra po- house or room in your home or something, uh, can can sign up for that. What do you need to do, and how do you? Do you got to be screened, or?
1: So how it works is we are uh, working with an agency out of St. Paul called USA Homestays, and I believe they've done work with uh, University of Minnesota, some other colleges up there. Um, so they will handle all the logistics. Um, So uh, to sign up, um, there's a few things you can do. If you're interested, you're welcome to email me. And my email is daniel.greenwood.2 at mnsu.edu. Again, that's daniel.greenwood.two at mnsu.edu. Um, And then USA Homestays, they'll be basically managing the placement process and offering training to host families and will serve as a resource throughout the entire homestay. Um, And USA Homestays will also provide more detailed information about the student, like dietary restrictions, Mm -hmm. program schedules. Um, So basically, we'll be hands-on. If if any families need help or have questions, they can certainly reach out uh, to USA Homestays and... um, you can contact Ben Robison, and his email is. Uh, is there
0: just a place you can Google to find it? It'd probably be easier if you you can just yeah. You,
1: certainly, so usahomestays.org. org. Okay, that'd be easier. So, yeah, I think, and, and then yep.
0: And the Minnesota State University is, of course, the the host yep. in this case. And I was just wondering. Do you have to be screened or something? I would assume you want to make sure the families are oh, yeah, safe. And sure. also the students like, you know, do you want to make sure you get people who are screened that are safe. As Absolutely.
1: Well. So once uh, once someone signs up, we will be in touch and then arrange for um, a home visit and just a conversation. Kind of like, what are you expecting? What are you hoping to you know <laughs> get out of this? And then also just some more information on the student or students they will be hosting. Um, so we really try to match based on personal preferences, oh. you know, with the student. It's like and you
0: want a male or a female or sure, absolutely or somebody that, yeah.
1: Yep. You can definitely include that when you're applying.
0: Well, so. when we had, I wanted to, our gal from Hungary, it was really neat. She loved gardening and I love gardening. So she was more than willing to come out and we garden together and it was such a great experience. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just from my own, I would just say that uh, you can really have a lot of fun and, and then... Now, if we ever want to go to Hungary, we've got a place to go back to, and I'm sure in your, uh, your past exchanges that you've done, have you had that as well? Where you Many feel of like, them
1: have said you should come, and yeah. and we'll I'll definitely show you around, which is pretty cool. So,
0: so yeah. so why should somebody do this?
1: I mean, uh, I just find it fascinating to learn the stories of mm-hmm. someone who has a very different background and upbringing, and I think it's a great way to sort of bridge connections and. Um, So Japanese culture, there's an emphasis on um, uh, being prompt and being on time, which um, I brought a group of students to New York last December. And we had some early mornings where we would meet and then go out and tour the city. And they were always on time and it always (laughs) blew me away because when I was that age, I was not as good at that. Um, But definitely a, a focus on. Respecting elders. Um, So as far as the experience goes, I mean, again, you know, a big part of why I got into this field myself is that I feel like you learn just as much as you put into teaching. And so hosting a family, um, I know at least when I've gone abroad that um, the people I interacted with and the host families I've stayed with. Um, had a lasting impact on my life. So, for one thing, you're you're providing a window into American culture for someone who's never been to this country, and I find it pretty pretty amazing to be able to show people around, and you get to show them what you're all about, and and to have them learn about your you know culture and experiences. Um, so, it's uh, I think it's a kind of a win-win for for both. As far as
0: okay, so I hope by folks that listening will be able to open their door, so to speak, to the Japanese students that are coming here. And age are they generally in their early 20s college age, or does it vary? Or no, hum-
1: early 20s. 20 probably is the median age, at least for this group, sure. um, but 21, 19,
0: average And how many age. students are there that we're looking for? We're
1: expecting around 30.
0: Okay, so quite a few. So if you uh, are interested in hosting this the group for the Japanese exchange this fall, uh, contact Dan Greenwood, Daniel Greenwood. It is Daniel dot Greenwood dot two at mnsu.edu, otherwise they can connect you in your, in the Department of English here at Minnesota State? Uh,
1: center, so we're with Global Education, Global so education. if anyone looks up Center for English Language Programs, they can find the staff, uh, all of us that work there, and email contacts. And I well.
0: hope you get some calls, and if people, you know, missed it, you can call and I can give it to them as well, but thank you so much, Dan. Anything else you'd like to add before I let you go?
1: Uh, just thank you so much for the opportunity, and I, I uh, strongly encourage. It's a great experience. It's, it's for three weeks, so again, it's not not a super long time, um, but uh, highly recommend you give it a try. I know we've had families from 2019 who have offered to come back and host again. So I know just from past hosting. Um, it's a good experience. It's been a very good experience. Very yeah, good. The Plus there is a stipend,
0: even. which is nice because, you know, with the cost of gas and food and everything, I'm sure that's greatly appreciated as well. A-
1: absolutely. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, thanks, Karen. Really appreciate it. Thank you.